I mean, it's not about being okay. It's just about, you know, being right in your eyes. I mean, if someone decided to bully Avery and push him around and trip him, would you punch him? Yeah, I'd punch him. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're the one that's getting bullied. You're not allowed to. (laughs) I would talk with them first. I'd I'd punch him. What if they don't want to talk with you? What if they don't want to talk about it? Or they're just like, yeah, it never happened. It's but then you clearly him. knew it happened. Uh, They're trying to be as difficult as possible with you. I try to find the best way out of the situation. It's kind of hard because Avery and I stay inside the house all the time. If Fuck it was no a situation jitsu. where it was like... Okay, I'll go up there and punch him. Yeah, I was going to say, the only person who can bully <laughs> is by that I'll just say, <laughs> you have to go to the top of the stairs first. And <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Gotta get all the way up here first. It's like fucking Mount Everest in this fucking house. Oh man, I really hope Kwai Chan gets here. Oh, it's getting pretty lonely watching all these couples at this festival. I guess I'll distract myself uh, with some of these boots, so uh, I guess I'll head over to this one. This one looks pretty interesting. Hello there. Hello, young man. I see you're alone and probably hungry. I I am, actually. What do you have? Good. I've got some piping hot sweet buns filled with gourmet chocolate. Here, come. Come take a look. Uh, they come in different okay. colors and... And uh, look, in the shape of a dog pooping. So when you squeeze or eat it, the poop comes out of, or the the chocolate comes out of the poop hole. Did you, did you pull that bun out of your bra? No. Cooking the buns inside your body? No. Oh, okay. That would be illegal. (laughs) Okay, uh, I'll have one chocolate poop dog bun, please. Okay, one for yourself. You are alone. Here you go. Okay, why do you have to keep saying that? that thank you. Bye. Oh. Wow, it does taste like poop. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, this booth looks pretty interesting. Uh, hello there. Like, hey man, you look like you're alone. Are you alone? Currently, yes, I'm alone. <laughs> Man, I must be pretty lonely, man. Listen, this place is called the Smoke Hole. It's where I grab a random, a random tube down below. I put it in my mouth, and then I blow the smoke in your mouth, man. Would you like to try it? Uh, yeah, sure. I got, I got time to kill. Here's your money. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. Okay, All did right, I just second. open my mouth, or? <laughs> All right, come here, man. Uh, yeah, that that one's um burnt down vodka. <laughs> Delicious. It yeah, burns. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, dude. It's um, my inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I am. I, I I too have asthma, so that helps a lot. Oh, sick man! All okay. right, well, I didn't ask for your life story, so get out of here. All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Th- thank you. Wait, twenty dollars. Wait, I gave I gave you money already. Yeah, twenty more for giving me your life story, man. Uh, okay, here you go. God, who the fuck asked? All right, bye. Bye. Loader. <sighs> Why does everyone notice? Okay, well, I I I think she'll be here soon. Maybe I can visit one last booth. 
Hey, hey, you, young man. You Why does everyone have a smoker me? voice today? Uh, hey, I'm running this this, this humble uh, the fishing game booth. Uh, you want to okay. try your luck? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I love playing this game. You just choose a, a mystery rod and, and get a mystery prize. I'll okay. go in the back. Uh, uh, okay, do, do you want me to grab the rod while you're back there? or? Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever rod you want. Okay, I, I guess I'll go for this one right here in the middle. Huh. Oh, oh, you gotta be quicker than that. Uh. What, 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 where'd the rod go? <laughs> uh, the here's your prize. Uh, okay, what is it's this? It's a portrait of my bitch ex-wife, and I also doodled on it too. Enjoy. I'm trying to get rid of these. Well. <laughs> you want to play again? No, I think I'm okay. I've I think got the picture. A lot more the fucking whore. <laughs> I, I think the picture actually makes me feel less lonely somehow. So oh, good. One of I us think, feels that way. I think, uh, I think I'm just gonna leave now. <laughs> Have bye, a happy Fourth of July. Okay, bye. How did he get permit for this? For this story, fucking weirdo. <laughs> you, you violated the law. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I don't know how I ended this bit, but I'm ending it here, I guess. It's Kawaii uh, Chan. <laughs> she okay. never came. She never came. <laughs> That's the plot twist. <laughs> yeah. She's actually been dead for the past 10 years. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, but hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, this is episode number 92. We're filming this on the 4th of July. So that's why we had a little uh, festival uh, intro yeah, there. Had, you have to justify that, huh? I I mean, none of the stuff that we do here is justified, sadly. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, uh, we are on uh, another like jam-packed episode because it's not only the end of the spring season, uh, for us here, we are also debuting the new top 10 for the summer season. Uh, there is Ooh. a little twist to it this time around. We wanted to try uh, something new uh, with the top 10, so uh, we can look forward to that. And then on the rest of the agenda, of course, we got the Take 5. Uh, Media Roundup has some uh, new shows in there and some old shows uh, so we can talk about. And uh, latest news of the week, I got a lot of news. So let's start with that first. Uh, a lot of Kaguya-sama news coming out. So if you uh, watch season three of Kaguya-sama and you know my anime list, the score for Kaguya-sama came in at a 9.16. The next highest score for overall Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood at 9.13. So that means Kaguya-sama has usurped Fullmetal Alchemist as the most popular show on my anime list, but for the most part, there is a lot of votes for uh, Full Metal Alchemist up there, and it's been up there for a very long time. And I know Attack on Titan was nipping at their heels uh, last year to get that top spot, but Kage-sama, I guess that f- that one-hour special finally pushed it over the edge. So uh, congratulations to them, and uh, congratulations to the mangaka for having such a successful run. The manga is set to end. Uh, very very soon so 14 chapters left so pretty much uh, a couple more months left uh, for Kage-sama they're slowly tying up loose ends 
and uh, getting to the final conclusion. So uh, just overall, an amazing uh, year for Kaguya uh, and the Mankika and uh, the production studio as well. So uh, congrats to them. Uh, and then finally, uh, in manga news, uh, if you have the Shonen Jump Plus app, uh, starting on 2023, uh, any releases for for chapters will be simultaneously uh, released in English and in Japanese and hopefully a lot of other languages as well. So this is their big push to try to make manga more worldwide uh, and try to get more people interested in the manga, which in turn, uh, when they do get anime versions, that also brings it in because they already know it. So uh, if you haven't already gotten it and you want to check it out, go ahead, download that Shonen Jump Plus app. Uh, you can also always check out their website as well. And then uh, starting, I'm assuming very early 2023, uh, you don't have to wait a week or two weeks to to get the English translation. It will be right there uh, waiting and ready for you to read. So, uh, but with that, uh, that is the latest news of the week. Uh, if there's any news articles you guys want us to check out, you can always DM us on our social media. Uh, you can always email us, email us at thewepower.gmail.com. Uh, we'll check it out and then maybe uh, we can talk about it in a future podcast. Uh, I know we breezed through that latest news uh, very quickly, but we have a lot of anime to talk about. So mm-hmm. uh, so let's jump into it with the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about anything we watched or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, we got a new one for this segment and it looks like it's going to be uh, staying pretty much the whole season because man, what a one hour special that this show had uh ruby ice queendom uh comes in for the media roundup uh it released a three-part episode special uh i think it was about almost two weeks ago and then it's going to start airing regularly for the rest of the episodes starting today so uh i'm just going to open up the floor to everyone here especially for lance or plinchy since you guys are previewed on ruby uh, what did you guys like and what did you guys see differently uh, in the anime version compared to the small YouTube version, I guess? Well, I want to ask Lance how he feels about this new uh, character and I don't even know what to call it. New element? I think uh, yeah. that Dreamcatcher stuff? Yeah, um, this is pretty much what I expected because, um, well, one, they adapted everything really well from uh yes from the original from like the original. online videos uh and convert them they smashed it into these uh this hour special so mm-hmm. basically the whole entire first season is done and they even had time in between that to introduce a new character and uh that's interesting because but not uh, like i was saying not unexpected because there's a lot of holes that need to be filled up um, from the YouTube version or uh, the online yeah. version. Um, I think, it was, oh, sorry, Rooster Teeth version. So um, I was pretty much expecting them to come in with some kind of new subplot, a new uh, arc uh, in between the actual canon story. So it was interesting because it's all new stuff, but then it was like presented at such a breakneck pace yeah that uh i i was actually kind of worried and i want to check with peter and uh, avery how they felt about felt about the hour-long special because were you guys able to actually keep up with the story beats and like understand it 
Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty like straight to the point. But, you know, I don't feel too attached to the characters' um, development with e- with each other. But aside from that, exactly. I feel pretty, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think for Lance and I, watching this hour special was like being strapped to that roller coaster and going at mock speed of being oh, like, yeah. ah! and just getting all of this, like, I know what that is, I know what that is, I know what that is, I know what that is. Ah, uh, just like me and Promise Neverland season two. <laughs> No, this Maybe. is different because they actually had everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we had it. It was at the very end when they just did like a 10 second <laughs> oh, just God. rundown of the whole right. ending. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> yeah, what a mess. But they butchered it super hard by making it after they saved the world. And they're like, all right, now yeah. let's do everything. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but for the most part, if we're talking about like plot from point A to point B, uh, they didn't make it that complicated. I think that was very smart for them to do. They were trying to cut for time and trying to get through season one as quick as possible. Because mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, I get the idea. You know, these these kids, they're, you know, part of this, this magic academy. They join together as a team. And, you know, I, I think showing off Ruby Rose is probably the most important, right? I was season one, just showing there's a reason she's the leader, right? There's a reason this this team is named after her and stuff like that. So... Uh, right. I think they dropped enough hints with Wise and you know and and Blake and the rest of them to kind of like get a taste of them, and then we'll delve deeper into into their characters and their arcs uh, in the later episodes. So uh, for the most part, I agree with Avery. I'm I'm not really too attached to anyone. I mean, I'm physically attached to a lot of these characters, especially uh, Pira. Pira. Pira? Whole yep. Yep. Buddy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I gotta say, yep. yikers! <laughs> they nailed uh, Studio Shaft. They nailed the character designs. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, to take you know the very um, rough uh, Rooster Teeth animation from all those years ago. So at the time, uh, it was as best as it could be. But to bring it mm-hmm. into like modern anime, yeah, they for nailed sure. it. It is beautiful. Like they took it to their own style. Yeah, uh, and just made like Jean. I think looks the most different out of um, when you look at the original Rooster Teeth. Um, I'm more like looking at Jean's nose when I look at him. Like, <laughs> oh, he looks really different because his nose looks different. But um, it's super good. I think they did a really good job of portraying. They they know who these characters are. I think Rooster Teeth also they they spent a, a really good amount of time. Um, developing each of the characters so shaft just went and hit the like the important parts i think yeah. that's why they also added that dream catcher thing to solidify juniper's uh like we don't see anything about them that suggests they're a tight-knit team but watching them come together to save jean is more than enough to be like okay they just met this guy but they're gonna do everything to save him like yeah that's, that's all really you nice. really need yeah and we can delve deeper in uh later down the road mm-hmm. yeah so uh the original ruby uh i think the, i don't know what season they're on um i fell off around season five but they got a lot of story to cover and mm-hmm. a lot of characterization and history for these characters so yeah um i think, I think that they uh, had eight seasons or something like that i think when i was looking around i think yeah. somewhere in like eight eight or nine eight or nine uh so 
the people who uh, the fans who are going to jump onto this anime watch it they know how these characters behave and it's shaft really showed off that they understand how they behave too because uh mm-hmm. i think uh my favorite one was penny uh the android oh robot. my god yeah, yeah 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 like uh they portrayed her so well and made it very clear that she's a robot because sometimes it's not always easy in the especially in that first season of ruby to tell that she, she was any different from the other girls um mm. Because everyone like else is as rigid as the 3D models. Yeah, so it's kind of like everyone kind of looks a little bit robotic, but uh, they really brought her to life. Yeah. yeah. But you're also not supposed to know at this point that Penny's a robot. Yeah. Like, you're yeah, not she's supposed just to know that, but. Awkward girl that just doesn't understand social cues. Uh, but as soon as you see her lying on the ground, you're like, uh, that's yeah. a robot. <laughs> oh, what and the then fuck? She turns her neck like. Yeah. Yeah, the really slow God, really they, slow joint turn. They did such a good job. Also the voice acting uh delivery for her, just like I can automatically tell, like, okay, yeah, this is like uh mm-hmm. Japanese dubbing like robot one oh one right here. Some kind of artificial <laughs> voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so but the voice acting is great. Uh I, I, I truly enjoy it. I mean that's probably like one of the extras that you'll never uh Rusty never dreamed of to to get. A-list voice actors to do this. I'm sure, yeah. like the voice actors they had originally uh, in English were were pretty good, but I mean, you know, we're talking about the kings here in in Japan. So yeah, is there a scene that you're looking forward to, Lance? Because I'm, I, I know f- one. Yeah, I feel like we might have gone past it now that we're technically done with season one. But there's a, I don't remember when it happens, but there's a a food fight. I think you oh, know that's gonna happen uh, in season two. Se- I think it's season two. Up. Okay, yeah. Uh, that fight was when I was like, "Holy shit, this is special!" Yeah, yeah. The God, I I don't remember how it looked, but the scene uh, in this one hour special where everyone's getting together, the Ruby team, and actually working together, Wise launches Ruby. Ruby has the fucking monster in her scythe, and she's using her gun blast to propel herself God, that was so the, fucking the good that was such a beautifully executed scene the one scene that I, I was looking forward to was actually the sun wukong fight and it seems like they might have skipped over it in the at the very end of this one hour special like that's when it should have been we see the aftermath of it where everything's where the helicopter and everything else is destroyed mm-hmm. um i'm hoping that they sh- put that into next episode and maybe they just ran out of time because they had to do the dream catcher is what I was, was <laughs> what I'm thinking. To. They had to do the dream catcher. Uh, hopefully they put it in. Cause that was a, not just a, a beautiful fight, uh, but also pretty important, I think narratively. So especially yeah. for son's character. I don't know how I feel about the dream catcher. I understand why they did it. I think I can justify it in my head and be like, they probably did it because, you know, they have to cut so many stuff and wrap things up. But it, it also felt a little out of, not out of place compared to the rest of the show. Maybe because I know which parts are from the original and the Dreamcatcher being so anime. Yeah, it sticks out. Like the fact that Ruby's team is standing there felt very anime like they're just there to be there and 
they're not doing anything. They have no reason to be there. They're just there to support. You know, they're supporting their friends. They don't really they know don't, them yet. They actually, don't know at them. That's fine. It's so that's fine. I have all the hot girls together. That's, no, it's why is that only likes Pira because she knows how famous Pira is. We get a glimpse of that. She's obsessed with it, but then she's like, "Okay, I have to be the best teammate. So focus on your own team." John I, I, gets. Whatever. I think it's just like, because you guys know everything. I think that's just the. I think that's the. I think that's the the problem. It's just like, oh, there's there's so much that we can delve in, into, but we're just breezing through it. So. I don't know. For me, I think it was just kind of like they just cut out as much fat as possible. So like, it, like it was a little jarring, but at the same time, I don't think it really uh, mattered too much. Well, that's that's good. And you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm really interested to see where they go with that subplot from here on and what they do with it. Uh, Lance, are there any other fucking teams that passed, or is it just Ruby and Juniper? They didn't really talk about them, huh? I, you know, when um, that's another part that they really cut out because they um, the team creation ceremony, uh, you could see a lot of other like secondary, uh, even more minor characters uh, getting unified to teams. They only showed Ruby and Juniper and awarded them uh, their unified team names. Uh, yeah, they didn't even show Bunny Girl. Or, Bunny Girl, yeah. Uh, There's so many other... I, I wanted to ask because I was like, am I remembering wrong? I'm pretty sure there are other teams. But I wonder if uh, Shaft's approach is to just... Hyper-focus on Juniper yeah, and that, Ruby and These are the, the only rest. two important. So then if they're considered the only two groups in this in this class, then I guess it would make sense that Ruby's team would just be standing there. Because that's why I had such an issue. Like, well, why isn't the rest of the class there? It's just that team. Yeah. There's then, so many other teams. But then we go to, like, the classroom uh, scene where Weiss fights, like, the the boar. Yeah. Uh, and there's other students in there all paying attention, too. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly they all got unified into teams. We saw John's bully. Rest in peace. He uh, got cut out entirely from season one. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think... I think we're just going to hyper-focus on Ruby and Juniper. That makes sense. It's kind of unfortunate. I kind of want to go back and watch the old seasons, but then I I really don't. <laughs> I kind of do, but also I don't do. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, it was, it was good when it came out, but After you've eaten like, filet mignon, it's hard to go back and eat. <laughs> well done steak, know. blank steak. Just, blank just steak, chicken, raw chicken. <laughs> raw chicken. The way you guys talk about the the Rooster Teeth version, I'm just like, God damn. Look, it was at really the time, that bad. It at was, the time, yeah. It was, it was re- revolutionary, yeah. I mean, we never had something yeah, like and that. It, and then every year, you kind of like... See and then not the bad. animation and execution got better. And eventually, the story just kind of was like, where this is so different than what it was in season one and two. Yeah. Yeah. But that's for uh, season two of Ice Queendom. That we're probably going to have to worry about. Yeah. Let's just enjoy the. Let's just yeah. enjoy the think, ride as we go. I think first two seasons, and then a whole bunch of new plot is what we can expect from this. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, Ao Aishi slides into the media roundup as the spring season is ending. Uh, so we are halfway point now, episode thirteen, uh, out of I think twenty four episodes for our, our sports anime. 
Uh, so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Everyone uh, really likes this show uh, and uh, have a lot of things to say while we're watching the episode. So uh, uh, the floor is yours, guys. I don't remember what happened in the... Oh, no, no, no. The the uh, Aoi kicks ass. He learns really fast and he's like... He misses yeah. some passes and then he's like, oh, wait, that's right. I have to... Uh... Yeah, it's because he was watching the the top guy on TV mm-hmm. at the barbecue. And he saw him doing killer passes, so he was like, "Oh, I can, I can do that too." Uh, but yeah, the main part was uh, he he he's getting moved to being a defender, he's a fullback. That's right. He he the coach doesn't want him to be a forward anymore, and that pretty much destroyed his dreams right there. Yeah, that's, that's uh, good. Really interesting to do. Does that happen a lot? Because that just no. seems like a a test of character kind of move to see if Ali. Could be. Yeah, can like persevere even when uh, that's like uh, telling a bird, "Hey, start swimming." Yeah, 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 and then trying and to see penguins. what they can overcome. No more flying, swim only. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those like hold back one sense and then see how your other senses heighten, and then from there, mm. now you're stronger. But at the same time, this coach feels a little bit different than some of the other coaches in other sports animes, where I think. He is so he he has a vision of what the soccer team is, and I don't, I don't think he's gonna bend backwards for mm-hmm. anyone, no matter how good they are. And I think he truly believes that Aoi is set to be a fullback because I think the way because fullbacks what they usually have is they have really great vision of the field because they got to see how the attack is coming at them and then move the defenders in certain spots to make sure they have a really you know, tight uh, defensive line kind of thing. I think Aoi being smart as he is and seeing how every player is moving, I think that's what uh, the coach was alluding to when they had that first episode and he was watching him move the the little pebbles around showing like how the play uh, worked out for that game. So uh, I think it be, might be one of the first that I've ever seen where like the main guy doesn't get to be who he wants to be mm. and he has to change because usually that's like uh like background characters even like the rival characters where they they realize like oh shit main character is gonna be better than me uh in this position and i have to take a step back to you know to make the team better uh in this new position it's kind of like a haiku with the uh, sugiwara the Mr. Refreshing yeah. looking guy. He was their setter and he's a third year, you know, usually third years get seniority, but he can't beat the first year super rookie setter. So then he had to take a step back and take a, take a backup role. So, uh, but I mean, he's not, he's not the focus of the show, you know, <laughs> so that's okay. But Aoi, he's the focus, you know, he, like his family gave up everything to, you know, get him to into this uh, academy so he can be a forward so uh i don't know we'll see yeah i really like the can you call it even foreshadowing that has happened in this episode i wasn't really aware of it before but when fukuda um he talks with the i don't know big nose's coach name <laughs> big nose. Um, but they're talking and you know Fukuda's praising like you you've done a really good job of leading him and and stuff really good choice of words uh 
tell him to come to the clubhouse. I'll talk to him. But he says something else of like, for Aoi, the sooner the better. The sooner the better. And it's like, what the fuck is he talking about? And yeah, just when he drops the bomb, I especially for me, I kept thinking about that talk that he had with the coach and like, wow, he really has been. I know he says that he's thought about it since the first time he met Aoi, but it 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 really has been like there, there's been evidence of it in other episodes that um i appreciate that they yeah. haven't just dropped it on us the viewers and the audi- audience so suddenly that we had to be like oh yeah i guess he was acting weird in the first episode he's been like this and he is this kind of person yeah methodic and he's got that view and telling the other coaches all the other coaches know so uh, I'm so excited for the rest of the season. How many? How 24. Many, so we no, got how about, many actual matches do you think we're going to get after like one. this development? One. So, because it, it really feels like this first season is all about Aoi and mm-hmm. his development because he's literally starting from the ground up. Usually, like in, you're talking about other sports animes. This would be around the time they introduced the rival school and they would mm. talk about like, oh, mm-hmm. these guys, they've been being our asses for the past five years and, you know, we can never go to nationals because of these guys or, I don't know, the ace of the team somehow sh- shows up at their school because he took the bus too long and then he's lost and then he's like, oh, you got a lot of hot girls here. Looks at the soccer players like, hmm, you guys look like shit, you know, it's, it's like one of those kind of interactions. <laughs> But they haven't had that yet, and they usually have it kind of early to kind of start foreshadowing. Yeah, what, what other you have teams to work are towards. exactly because uh, they need a bar, and like I get it that they they have one of the best players in the you know wow. in the under seventeen uh, in Japan and stuff like that. But uh, they you know he needs competition. There's a reason why he's good. It's because there's other players that are almost as good that you know make him better. You know, so. It'll be tough for me to see. I, I really feel like now we're going to kind of like take a step back, kind of go slow. I always going to have to process for an episode at least to like get his bearings and be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be a defender. I want to be a forward. I want to score goals. Uh, and then Hana's like, shut up, bitch. Like, you like soccer, play soccer. Yeah. Bitch. Like, you want to be a pro? Like, this is, this is the kind of thing you have to do. And it's like, don't worry. Better work, I bitch. have a plan. You yeah, gotta <laughs> work, bitch. No, I was trying to avoid saying it. I, I felt it in my my toes to say it, but um, yeah, I, I think Hana is going to be the one that just going to be like, "Hey, there there are ways to score goals as a defender," and then she's going to like show him videos or you know whatever, and then it's like we got to work towards that, and then he realizes like, yeah, there's plenty of defenders that would go over to the other half of the field and then help score goals and then run back uh, to help defend uh, if anything happens. So. Uh, maybe uh, Aoi will go down that route. They call they call that kind of position a sweeper in a in soccer, where he is pretty much the captain of the 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 defensive line. So pretty much you usually have like four players and then the goalie. So the sweeper will stand between the goalie and the defensive line and pretty much tell everyone where they should be standing or who they should be defending and marking, and then. Uh, after they get the ball, then he goes up, he runs with the ball, and he's pretty much the, the playmaker, and then he passes it to other people, and then they go score the, score the goal. So, that actually uh, sounds like a potentially exciting position for Ali to be in, because yeah. he basically dictates 
everything um, how confident the his team is going to try to attack right yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty rare because usually sports protagonists they're always like hyper focused on like one good thing you know like oh i'm gonna attack i'm gonna attack i'm gonna attack because that's just who they are but sweepers is like they're like the kings of the field you know they're they're like the quarterbacks of, of, of football you know they they see everything and they dictate how the match goes and usually they lead that to like you know super third years and you know people that are going to become pro uh after the season's done and stuff like that but to put it on aoi of first year uh if that is the case that's that's pretty interesting that's kind of crazy from the coach to to believe a first year can do all that uh for his team so yeah i guess we'll see uh okay uh with that let's move on to the final anime that we have uh in this media roundup uh summertime render also slides into this segment uh with the spring season ending uh, we're about halfway now with episode 12 out of 25 episodes uh for summertime render uh we get a lot of screaming and people dying uh but we finally were able to go back like how we were hoping because we can't lose old man uh nezu anytime soon we, he needs to stay and uh we don't even go back all the way like how we've been pretty much get back to the point where uh, uh shinpei was talking to hizuru uh but he has uh he has ushio in tow so uh Fuck how'd yeah. you guys Very feel <laughs> yeah how'd you guys feel about that and uh and all the the death and uh i guess tokiko's like you know oscar winning performance uh this episode uh i like how this episode we get the anime title context um because the whole time we think or we see shinpei's power as time traveling Mm -hmm. Uh, like as simple as that yeah but this weird buff awful monster of a shadow that isn't like the the queen it's not the queen it's someone who seems like a vessel vessel you think yeah vassal yeah Yeah. something like that oh vassal vassal yeah Mm -hmm. a visor vassal yeah something like that he he tells us like the viewers that shinpei's power is more than he thinks it is and that it's actually this ability to create multiple parallel worlds and that he's the one rendering them. Everything that he sees and goes through is creating. And I was just like, oh, that's why it's called Summertime Render. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> yep. God. Yeah, that was cool. I like how um, every time that Shinpei goes back, it doesn't feel like a hopeless defeat mm. and that he's running away. It feels like he's really getting stronger too yeah Uh, just this development that he was able to find a way to bring ushio with him exactly to the starting point so they can immediately take action together yeah Uh, narratively that's convenient because now we don't have to waste time (laughs) with them you know meeting up and then uh getting their bearings together watch him guzzle poison and be like fuck you bitch (laughs) yeah (laughs) fucking hate you but uh but it's also nice too because then now that that weight is lifted off his mind that if he does have to die then he's not gonna lose ushio so then we can just mm-hmm. you know keep doing it and also ushio is in full power again right she was able to 
eat the original. Yeah. So yeah. they called her something. I forget what it was. The egg. The egg. Yeah. Oh my god. What came first, yeah. the chicken or the egg? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Uh, She's pushing back the corruption. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. Also, Shinpei can lose his eye too. I thought that was pretty pretty fun. Oh yeah, that's they ripped the eye out and it just that. popped right back in. I was like, that's cool. So good old uh, Naruto logic. Yeah, all you gotta do so, is unscrew the eyes and plug them into someone new. Yeah. Plug it back in. Oh, but he had oh, like good. that weird shadow, uh, like glitch happening over and. For a split second, I was like, are we about to get some kind of lore dump that Shinpei's not actually human and he's a fucking shadow? Because please, please Ooh. not right now. What if he's not half right now, shadow, like, half this, this, human? I mean, he might. We have no I'm context sure. as to who his parents are Cause like, at all. Well, because, yeah, because they died or whatever. And then yeah. We, we don't, yeah, we don't know. Maybe maybe uh, uh, the, the the doctor, dad. Maybe he knows what happened to the parents, right? Because technically, he would have touched their dead bodies uh, before the funeral. So, and seeing as how he he loves to just drop them off for for little demon Lolly's shadow girl, um, maybe there's something to it. So, Amy's trying to. Oh yeah. I don't know if I buy him wanting to revive his wife. I think he might be more crazy than that. Seems too easy just to be like, it's love. You know, well, I do everything the, for the shadow, and then they give me back my wife. And I'm like, eh, that eh, shadow eh, vassal tells eh. Tokiko and uh, Big Bro that their dad, you know, he could totally be lying just to throw despair at these children that are about to die. But he says something like, Your father already knows that what's going to happen. You're it's all fucked. End. And he knows, yeah. and he's okay with it. And they're like, yeah. uh? Like, why? It's like that. Whatever Fuck that flashback is going to happen. When we see it, uh, mm-hmm. when when uh, when Shinpei finally like confronts him, because now I think Shinpei is like, all right, I think I gotta yeah. find the fucking doctor first, because uh, everything starts with this motherfucker, and uh, uh, I gotta get to the bottom of this and why he's doing all this shit to begin with. Maybe I can save both the siblings in the process. Mm. Man, we learned so much in this episode; it's crazy. I'm still processing like. Yeah, and they were still able to weave in a very like action-packed scenes too, like all the crazy shooting and uh, like oh my he, god, yeah, he's you trying to get that one last shot, and then a uh, big man just fucking throw up a shield and then a fucking shot her right shot through the her eye. back. Oh yeah. man! So also, man, she gets shot in the eye quite a bit. I think that was like, I think that's the second or third time that fucking big guy did that to her. So yeah, it's always a boom head shot. Uh, feel bad for officer guy he really was uh (laughs) i feel like he is getting thrown in these awful situations and he has no way out yeah he's like the token normal guy yeah (laughs) he's just a normal guy (laughs) look if we didn't save him in the first loop then he would have been just a shadow and then he wouldn't have to deal with it anymore so that was kind of like our fault for putting him through Um, all this he could have just been dead survives better that shows that we're like we're oh, it's progress. like the parameters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like if if the officer guy survives even like a, a day or a couple hours more, then we're doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, and he he brings a Hizuru, which allows Shinpei to guzzle the poison. So yeah, it all yeah. works out. They need him. It all works out, I guess yeah. whoever else they save will be but, useful. But then again, remember he also brought Miu, and then she got her fucking head smushed in. So. 
It's okay. <laughs> We're back in time. That didn't happen. Uh, yeah, it and, never happened. Yeah. Yeah, but weird. in his head, it happened. And you Yeah, know, yeah. Like, in another no. parallel world that he rendered. Yeah. Oh, he still has the thingy, too. The burn mark or whatever. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see how that pans out in oh. alternate universe. So, does that mean, like, when the when she first originally put the the print on him does she remember everything of just that universe and then as Shinpei goes back does she know that universe that he rendered or does that I think mean she knows only the previous thing. one no she she knows my theory is that she knows since the first time they copy Shinpei because after right. that happens she's she finds him in that dream sequence with that Ushio created. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, mind. I finally yeah. found you. And it only makes sense that they would know about it or that she would know about it after, okay. you know, the other shadows no. know. They yeah. haven't indicated that the handprint does anything yet, have they? No. 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 I was For now, afraid. it's just like a tag. Yeah, I was afraid it might be a tracking sort of um, gimmick where it she can be. now, uh, she knows his whereabouts. But... Uh, I haven't seen anything about that yet. It seems to just be a like a scar reminder that yeah. uh, he's not safe. Maybe it's a ticking time bomb. Maybe when she just go, or she snaps her fingers and then. No, maybe maybe it is a tracking. We haven't seen any obvious signs, but uh, a couple episodes back, where Mio and the policemen see the shadow little girl, mm. the little girl's like Shinpei's down there. Shinpei's this way. And now that we know that little girl is the same uh, Heine shadow queen bitch, they're the same shadow. Yeah. That's so, like her, her vessel for I think for it now. is a tracking. Mm. Could be. That's fucking scary. We still got like 14, 13, 14 episodes left. So there's still plenty of time to to throw new things at us. So for us to be only at the halfway point and we're still pretty confused on what the fuck's going on is uh, pretty pretty good. Wait, how did Shimpy drink the poison if all his fingers got cut off? I think he... You can grip his stuff. He, I think he did the old Aaron Yeager method and just... Could be, yeah, with, with his mouth. mouth. Drink it. Although they didn't show that, so... It's just his oh. tips. Yeah. I don't think it was like the whole finger. It was just like the tips of his fingers. So you can still yeah, kind of... Yeah, but that... I, like, so I'm just... Go for like, it. Damn. I guess you could use your mouth to pop open the cork and do nah, it. I would just but... fucking bite into the bottle and break it in my mouth. <laughs> or, you know, smash yeah. on the ground and just start licking it into your mouth. It would have really sucked <laughs> if he didn't die from the poison. They showed the bottle. It wasn't broken, so... I think he, yeah, he opened yeah. it. Yeah, he must have just bit the It didn't matter open. how he did it. I Maybe mean, he did it anyway, glass. but... <laughs> no, just... the bottle was good. It was... <laughs> Unbroken. No, no, like the the maybe the lid is sugar glass. You can just like maybe, and then well, I guess it'd be like yeah, that's (laughs) he did it in like I'm just saying a split second. Yeah, he he fell. So I'm like, "Mm, you know, Shinpei's main character, cool. Maybe 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 he just rigged it. Maybe he knew like, hey. I gotta make this bottle as easy opening as possible. Maybe I won't have my fingers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 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 Fucking maybe, yeah. Like, just every worst case scenario he can think but of. But he didn't have his fingers, so who's the real paranoid idiot, huh? I mean, he has to <laughs> He has to be prepared, right? 
Yeah, exactly. he knows he has to kill he was himself. Clearly ready, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they expect the that's all situation. that matters. Yeah, maybe he's like one of those things. See, maybe he's like, oh, now I got, I got to remember to bite my tongue if all else fails, right? To bleed himself. I out. was thinking of that too. Like, damn. Yeah, I I forgot about the poison. Yeah. I, I thought that he would bite. Someone give him a cyanide fake tooth, all right, dude? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Yeah. Which uh, anime did that? Um. I, I don't like. know. I'm just thinking of like fucking the classic deep state trope that yeah. they have in every movie. <laughs> like, is it's too late. <laughs> I bet someone from Moriarty killed themselves like that. I think they did. Yeah. Somebody like that's pretty good that they already had stuff like that back then. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you better fucking kill yourself before you spill secrets. Yeah. Okay. That one in penicillin, man. One of the fucking medical advancements (laughs) of our time. (laughs) Uh, Okay, anything else for Summertime Render before we move on? No, we're good? Okay, well, there you go, guys. That is the media roundup of the week. Uh, If there's anything you guys want us to watch or read, just let us know in those comments down below. Uh, We can check it out, and then uh, maybe we can talk about it in a future podcast. Uh, but let's take a break from all the anime talk and play a little game that we like to play here in the We Power Hour. It's called Take 5. So here's how the game works. Uh, every week, we will choose a topic uh, to discuss on. We'll have five items that pertain to that topic. And then we have five minutes to convince each other uh, which one's the best and which one is the worst. And uh, and you folks at home can also rank these five uh, items as well. And then you can let us know uh, how you will rank uh, these five characters. So for this week, we're going to do best boy of the spring season since this is the final week, uh, for, for spring. And we're going to do things a little differently. You may think, Oh, there's gotta be like Lloyd in there. Maybe Kabataijin, maybe a uh, Tadano, but we decided to go change things up a little bit and choose some other good boys. Actual good that, boys. The real that happened good boys. This <laughs> the, real, <laughs> the real boys who shit. So uh, here you go. Here's the five that we're going to try to rank uh, for this week. Uh, Nagamu from Deomon. Uh Umino from Couple of Cuckoos. Tenji from Tomodachi Game. Naofumi from Rising of the Shield Hero. And then uh, a double here, Lip Lip, the two idol boys uh, from to become a real heroine. Well, that's two so, characters. Yeah, well, they are one when you put them together. <laughs> one brain cell. Yeah, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. brain they, cells. They, they share one non-brain cell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. Those are your five. I will put five minutes on the clock and let us discuss who is the best and who is the worst of, of the spring season. Uh, who's the worst? Is it Tenji? Umino? I think it's either Tenji or Umino. Because oh. we talk a lot of shit about Umino every time we have to watch Couple of Cuckoos. I think Lip Lip is the worst. I think so. What makes huh? them bad? What makes Listen, them they, not good boys? They help the community, Lance. They play basketball with their friends outside. He just used the same joke he did before <laughs> the podcast started. Oh, <laughs> There's no proof. There's the scene where... Um, they shove that glasses bitch yeah, on the yeah, ground yeah. to get the plot going. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> You're right. That's a big sign of not a good boy. Oh, but no, he did it that for, made, for that her. means they are a good boy. Yeah. They protected her and her but eyebrows. But he also made the girl fall, which is kind of like Yeah, but she deserved it. 
Damn. So. Yeah, but a good boy would be like, talk no jutsu, right? Not a passive aggressive. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, they're just kind of bitches. I don't know. Actually, I do know. I just said it. They're kind of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. But Tenji, uh, Tenji's best boy. He's a simp for fucking uh, Yuichi. But he like stalked the shit out of that girl and put. Well, a that's mic because so that she could killed. She killed his his dad. So that's did we reason. confirm that? Uh, who knows. He he just no. says that she's evil. Uh, may, maybe her dad killed. He also has a scar him. underneath his glasses that isn't there. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bad good, not bad dad. No, it's bad. So reminds me of Ruby. No. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, disappearing scars. Yeah. yeah, I didn't notice it's a common that. Trope. Oh my god, I was watching fucking High Q, and there was like this pink dot in the middle of the screen, and then it just disappeared randomly, <laughs> like inside <laughs> the, the show. I don't know. It's just animations are fucking weird sometimes. I think that's a sign of a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I rewinded it like five times, and it was still burning. Tenji's like the number four. You know, he he held out. He he decided to sit in there for a whole yeah. week and not Drink press the, the button blah survive, blah so yeah oh my god you you guys only like tenji because he kissed fucking the main character just yeah. say it he's not a good boy no, then he would be number one i mean I've, I've liked best girls for less usually less i would put nagi below tbh nagi below tenji so nagi sucks um, let's get that well, right. What has Nagi done? Has Nagi starved has himself for a anything? week? I don't think so. Yeah, but he was He's, naked in his own house. He beat up those bullies <laughs> twice. <laughs> he beat oh, up yeah, the that's bullies. true. He did beat up he, the bullies. He kissed uh, his non-sister. He kissed the and mirror. And he apologized. Yeah. He apologized. He didn't passive-aggressively make someone trip and fall. Yep. Kissed her and then yeah. said, you're now a woman. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so bad. Incest that, is incest. Am I right, boys? You know, out of context, it's that sounds incest. bad, but the truth okay. is even worse. Yeah. Nonsense is incest. I, I took it a little out of context, but you know, it's still what happened. <laughs> it, it, it's the sister it. tells her she's a woman. In the same episode, too, no less. It was in the same episode. It wasn't like right after the kiss. Yeah, they had to work work up to it. If it was, I would have given this show an S because that's that's some bullshit I could never expect in a show. He saved um, like, what's wow. her face from a suicide bridge, uh-huh. even though she wasn't yeah, true. actually going to jump. But also, fucking put his face right in those titas. He's got good intentions, right? He's got a great camera hand. Oh yeah, yeah he's a good selfie. Remarkable photos on. All right, all right. He can times. go. He can go up to fourth. All right, all right. He can all get right, off this list. All right, but has he fifth. kissed his bro before? <laughs> he hasn't. He doesn't even have to. <laughs> That's it's true. true. Yeah. That's very true. His friends are pretty much lie. almost non-existent. All he right, doesn't well, have friends for all I'm concerned. He technically has no friends, except for Nag- oh, not Nagi. Um, what's her name? Purple hair girl. Oh. His crush. Sagawa. Yeah. There's these guys that are also like, yeah, Umino, this is the same anime, right? He's got a fan base. Oh, yeah, what happened to those uh, guys? Oh, the nerds? Well, because the, they were... Yeah, the I nerds. wouldn't call them fans, but they were more like, hey, you beat the number one person. It's like, that's cool. Like, we see you. But then they're like, that's it. 
but they were also shitting on him for calling out uh, Sagawa at the beginning. They were like, "You're dumb, dude. You're never gonna beat her." So, oh damn, they're Stalker just bandwagoners. A, Stalker B, Playboy A, Playboy B. God damn. Okay, this from from what up. I'm hearing, it sounds like now Fumi is your your base, your middle here at third. You haven't well, talked about him at all, so he's average. Now Fumi is actually a really good boy. Um, he's just you know a slaver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'd put him at second i don't actually think lip lip I, there's a lot of arguments that could say the two boys in lip x lip are good but at the same time i feel like what this heroine did is to show that idols aren't just your perfect boys and girls who automatically love their fans like in the very beginning they show that they're pretty like distant from it they don't treat fans as humans they're just doing the the singing and dancing because that's their job and it's not until the very end where they're like we love our fans yeah they've got flaws i mean i'll say it again that guy fucking tripped the girl <laughs> that's a huge fan of them <laughs> like what the fuck oh, no, he, he didn't know he was a huge fan you know not not the kicker fan well but they also knew that she tried to sabotage their manager, so... Yeah, it was yeah. come it's up not like, a, in their yeah. eyes a villain. That's a good boy thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get he did it for her, but it's like saying, oh, well, you can justify a lot of things as long as you're doing it for a friend. It shouldn't always be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I get why he did it. doesn't mean it's okay. Like, oh, I mean... It's not about being okay. It's just about, you know, being right in your eyes. I mean, if someone decided to bully Avery and push him around and trip him, would you punch him? Yeah, I'd punch him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the one that getting bullied. You're not allowed to. I would talk with them first. I'd, I'd punch them. What if they don't want to talk it. with you? What if they don't want to talk about it? What if they're just like, yeah, it never happened. It's but then you him. clearly knew it happened. Uh, they're trying to be as difficult as possible with you i try to find the best way out of the situation it's kind of hard because avery and i stay inside the house all the time if it was a situation where it was like okay i'll go up there and punch him yeah i was gonna say the only person (laughs) i'll just say you have to go to the top of the stairs first and (laughs) oh never mind i don't want to do it anymore That's impossible. Gotta get all the way up here first. It's like fucking Mount little, Everest in this fucking house. A little dog might push you. <laughs> you know what? Bisky never never does it. Like, try to like run in between my legs as I'm going up the stairs. I Fuck. think Bisky knows that she's thick. I think Bisky knows that she's faster than me. So she's going to get to the top way before I would. So why wait? So she I'm probably going to trip myself. me, Avery, and Roy like oh, I see all it. the time. Oh, I see. Yeah. It. That's why we're always like, Fucking go. Go especially, then if you're going to be like this. Especially when you hold a tray full of food and you guys are going up the stairs. That's when she's at her most ready. She's going to trip your ass. Yeah, I'd punch Bisky. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. All right. So Bisky at five then. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about, we've talked about, you know, characters that have flaws. Now let's talk about a character that has no flaws, Nagamu. Fucking Nagumu. Oh my god. Yeah, he's kind of perfect. Yeah. He's also a daddy Uh, material. Yeah. Yeah. He gets all the ladies. He's a musician. He's a a better dad than than Lloyd. (laughs) Nagumu actually is a better dad than Lloyd. It's kind of (laughs) nuts. Oh my god. All right, so Nagumu at top. I can't think of a single flaw of Nagumu's. Did he do anything wrong? No. 
Absolutely not. The plot did him wrong. That's what happened. The plot, yeah. The plot fucked him. Because, uh, yeah, he never, he, he, he couldn't even star in like half of the episodes because they were just all over the place and wanted to do other characters for like a hot second. So, but other than that, <sighs> took in a girl. I'm assuming he knows his best friend's daughter too, or his senpai's uh, daughter. Because if he doesn't know, then what? What the? What the fuck? Are I know we, doing? we were talking about that towards <laughs> the end. How the the fucking people who own the shop they they haven't said anything to Nagamu. Yeah, and Nagamu it, hasn't acknowledged it. But it's like you should know, right? It's kind of important. Yeah, you should definitely. Season two, baby. Jeez, no! Season two, every everything you're complaining about will be solved in season two. They I can think that. of one flaw. He got sick. <laughs> He got a sick. Basic like, human he got, problem. He got sick so that he could have convenient expository flashbacks of the senpai. A flaw that makes you human, and that is probably the only evidence that Nagumu is like a normal person. That he actually got sick, and he's not a superhuman fucking guy. I know one. He he ditched his uh, his job to go become a guitarist, but to follow his dreams. We're supporting him. <laughs> That yo, that's what I did. I quit Target for this fucking podcast. I oh, I know. You yeah, stay I know. on the family business for the rest of yeah. your life like a good boy. I know. I'm that's, living in a car you right won't now. Die here. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big Target on my back. <laughs> Chasing your dreams. I gave up on those when I was ten. They get the brander and join me in the stamp. No, yeah. you belong to Target. Fucking uh, spot the dog comes in and just pees in my face. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Targeting or marking. It's an old school marker. He lost his hat once. Yeah, but then he found he found one, his one. And then all his friends were like, here, you can have my hat. So then they yep. you know he's a really good boy because they were willing to give up their chestnut hat for him. You never give up your chestnut hat he if it's not for your bro cringe conflict in that classroom of uh, the mom and the daughter. <laughs> he, he never said a word to interrupt them. He listened to the whole thing even though time and place people. Yeah, you know what? I want Nagumu as my dad now. Dang. <laughs> Shit. Nagumu, yeah, if, he's literally perfect. He's kind of perfect, yeah. Alright. How How is this list looking? I, I, I kind of took a shot in the dark and from what I'm hearing from you guys. Does it look okay? Do we need to change some things? Yeah, this looks good, looks good to me. Okay, I guess uh, we are in agreement for this uh, take five. So here are the results for best boy of the spring season. Uh, coming in at number five, Lip Lip. <laughs> coming in at fourth, Nagi. Uh, third place goes to Tenji. Second place is Naofumi. And then at first place, uh goat daddy himself uh nagamu from uh Dayamon. so there you go those are the results let us know down below if you agree and uh let us know how you would rank these five goat daddy fat boys <laughs> uh, <laughs> the chestnut and- goat himself <laughs> hell yeah dude greatest of all time baby okay let's uh let's head back into the anime talk uh with our anime ranking boards uh like we said at the top of the show uh this is the end of the spring season so these votes are for uh the show as a whole and how we felt about it uh we're gonna do things a little bit different just to save some time here i'm gonna read the bottom half of the board and i'll put 10 minutes o'clock for any final uh 
any final thoughts that we have on those five shows and then i'm going to read the top half of the board's grades and then another 10 minutes on the clock and then uh let me find our thoughts on that as well so try to minimize as much as possible i can already see plenty one to talk a lot about some of these top half shows but you already had a lot of weeks to talk about them so uh these should just be your final thoughts i'm only saying this for you guys because i know you guys will go over time but uh let's get started with this bottom half of the board for the spring season the final votes for week 13 coming in at 10th place with a beautiful nine points uh deamon with the grades d minus from plinchy and avery f plus from lance and then f from myself uh to become a rare heroine become uh the unpopular girl in the secret task comes in at ninth place with 12 points and the grades d pluses from avery and plinchy and then f's from myself and lance uh, Tomodachi game does not come in dead last. It comes in at eighth place with a good 14 points uh, with the grades. <laughs> D's <laughs> from uh, Lance and Avery. D plus from myself and then F from Plinchy. Execution in her way of life barely beats out Tomodachi game for that seventh place spot with <laughs> a nice 15 points. Uh, D from Avery. D minus from Lance. C minus from Plinchy and then F plus from myself. And then to round out the bottom half of the board and Sally being stuck at the kids' table uh, with this bottom four. Shikamori is not just a cutie with 40 points, uh, fat, a fat 25-point difference between uh, them and the last show. The grades are B-pluses from Avery and uh, Plinchy, B from Lance, and then a C-plus from myself. So I will put 10 minutes on the clock. And then uh, any final thoughts on this any of these shows in the bottom five. I really am so sorry to Shikamori that we have to make you eat at the loser table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every single it's just week. so unfortunate. There's not enough space. You don't deserve that. But you got to take one for the team, Shikamori. I think it's the first time like our trade, our trades uh, mid-season really affected a show this badly because Shikamori was was in the top half comfortably, but then your boy and Komi and Aoishi just just knocked it out completely. Yeah. Man, uh, I gave Tomodachi game an F, but I don't think it actually deserves last place. So I'm happy with uh, how this bottom five has laid out. Yeah. Um, Tomodachi game was awful, but I, I can definitely see the entertainment out of it. There's something about it, Sally. Yeah, it's super edgy. It's just so fucking... Uh, can't even say bad. It's just... I know. Just, you can't wait for uh, season two. I'll say it for you, Finchie. <laughs> season two. I can't two. wait to see P-Bay in his, his fucking strap jacket. And wow, so cool. It's like eating a jalapeno. It hurts. And this can't be good for you. You know, coming out, but but you're gonna go at it again. And yet, I I just need to keep eating it. Yeah, it tastes good in and out. So, <laughs> is that how you feel, Avery? You love spicy food. Does Tomodachi game give you that same? Well, he did vote it in. So, <laughs> oh yeah, Tomodachi game for life, baby. These are the fruits of you and me's labor, Avery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're and gonna get delicious. matching tramp stamps. <laughs> Tomodachi, Tomodachi game, game yeah. <laughs> we'll recreate the Tenji scene. <laughs> oh god! 
<laughs> Wait, which one to use Yuichi? One to use which one to use Tenji? I'll take Tenji. Okay. <laughs> wow. We'll go to those places where you can uh you've seen those the trampoline things? Like those uh Oh, with like the big ramp? Up, yeah, so you're like on this off. tall cliff thing and you jump off, you can bounce off. You guys can fall off of that because Oh god yeah, and then stay That'll down. Be... Don't bounce back up. You can stay down there. Yeah, stay down there. <laughs> Okay, anything else? Any final thoughts on any of the other shows? <sighs> I mean, gosh, we've talked about them so much. We have. Yeah. And there's a potential that any of them can have a season two with how open-ended they left everything. Yeah, they really all set themselves up well. Yep. Which one do you guys think will get a season two or the most likely? Tomodachi game. Tomodachi game. That's easy. Oh, uh, Executioner and Her Way of Life. I feel like yeah. a lot of people fucking love that show. They did. For whatever reason. They um, did. I think Anime Corner had them at uh, seventh or eighth place uh, yeah. for their final votes. So 20,000 people voted in that one. So this, this is something. Executioner and Way of Life came in at fifth place. Sorry. Yikes. <laughs> That's still really, really, really high. I think Tomodachi Game is pretty much a, a shoe in To have a live-action TV series, and that's not your first one, and then they had the two live-action movies as well. I mean, people have been loving Tomodachi Game since 20-whenever, like when it came out, like 2015. So, it, there's 101 chapters of this fucking this story, and we only we only adapted 26 chapters. Keep renewing the, every the year, because people eat Fuck. Yeah. And with that high uh, from Squid Game... Uh, last year, like, why not just ride that fucking coattails? This fucking death game. I can't believe you just compared Squid Game to Tomodachi Game. One in the same, baby. <laughs> Holy shit! Something game. Tomodachi Game for life. Something game. Well, I will say that they're the same, and that they're both inevitably going to get an undeserved second season that has no place being there. I totally agree. Have a new season every Olympic year because their <laughs> mental gymnastics are crazy as fuck, boy. <laughs> Uh, they come out with like those patriotic shirts. Yeah. Tomodachi game, new season, 20 whatever, so and so. 2028. Sounds like we aired out all our grievances for this bottom half of the board. All good. Okay. Wow. That yeah. Was- yeah, let's bury them. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought you guys forever. would take up the whole 10 minutes, but you guys didn't. That's, I'm very proud of you guys. Pretty impressive. So, uh, yeah, let's just move on to this top half of the board then. Uh, like I said before, we'll read all the grades for the top five, and then we'll put 10 minutes back on the clock uh, to say our final thoughts. So here we go. The top half of the board, uh, starting at fifth place with 52 points, Ao Aishi with the grades A pluses from uh, Avery and Plinchy, A from Lance, and then B plus from myself. Uh, Komi Can't Communicate comes in at fourth place with 54 points uh, with the grades A from Avery, A pluses from myself and Lance, and then A from Plinchy. Uh, we got a tie for second place uh, with the perfect score of 56. Uh, we'll start with your boy, Kong Ming. Uh, a plus is across the board with him. And then uh, Summertime Render also comes in at, uh, with A pluses across the board. And then finally, at the very top, like it should have been from the very get-go, uh, it did lose a little steam at the end of, the, of this season, but it has reclaimed its top spot with four s's across the board uh everyone was granted one s uh to give a show they felt like it was needed uh and everyone blew their s's on 
Spy Family a perfect score of 80. I don't think we're ever going to have another show like this. That is a godly score. Yeah. Uh, look at it now. Look how pretty it is. Because uh, we're probably never going to see the number 80 ever again in any other scores uh, anytime soon. So, uh, again, 10 minutes are on the clock. Last final thoughts on this top half. I'm so happy that Spike's family, this is pretty rare for us to know a show is going to be amazing and it delivers yeah. exactly as expected. Yeah. Just, it's beautiful. And sometimes I feel like we don't deserve it, but then we did watch Tomodachi Game and Deirmon, so mm-hmm. maybe we did deserve it. Thank you. Could you imagine a world where every anime that came out was good and like <laughs> executed the way that Spy Family did? According to Anime Corner, this whole top 10 actually is pretty God great. Well, except for Call Me, Call not that great. Oh my god! Dude. But this, but this is the thing too is like, as as much as we we you know it hurts to have the bad anime, we still need it at the end of the day. You know, you still need to yeah. see what what not needs to be done to become a good anime. So, uh, just to have that comparison is nice. But yeah, that'd be great. But then I feel like it would get stagnant because then everyone is just gonna be like, I know the formula to be good, it would and be I'm just gonna standard. keep doing yeah. it. When everyone's super, nobody is. Yeah. So. Gotta gotta have those differences in those tiers, uh, per se. But uh, for me, for Spy Family, I think a, l- a little weight has been like lifted off my shoulders because I I was so anxious because I know how much potential this show has. So hmm. I th- I think other than maybe like Hori Mia, yeah, off the top of my head, I have I've never been more anxious for a show that I uh, have read completely and I know inside and out. So even like. My dress of darling, or even like promise neverland stuff like that. I'm just like, eh, you know, if it's okay, it's okay. If it's you know, if it's great, it's great. But like those two shows, Horimi and and Spy Family, even uh, Dragon Maid, I knew how how amazing that could be, even though I didn't read it. Like that anxiousness is, uh, it's all gone now. It's it was an amazing first half of the season, and uh, part two is only going to get better from here. Oh so. yeah, fuck. What a good time to be alive, guys. Tomodachi Game and Spy Family. <laughs> we eating good. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We did you eat good this season. five-star meal uh, and your junk food, 7-Eleven yeah. fucking donut and my, chips. My burnt taquitos. Yours is burnt? Mine's not even fucking fully cooked. Damn. Oh, look at <laughs> that. Like- Raw sushi? <laughs> you don't say. Uh- <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the I'm on. I also want to give props to your boy. Definitely a, oh, yeah. a sleeper show that I don't think anyone thought it was going to have that kind of impact when you read this the synopsis the at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this it definitely feels like, especially the opening. I think the opening hyped us up for it. Oh, absolutely! Uh, and like it delivered, but just synopsis and watching the opening, it really seems like a comedy show on the level of um uramichi onisan like Mm, mm, mm. i really expected it to be just comedy and uh really funny osts but man it went so much deeper into like yeah for sure human life yeah it was so good oh al aishi um i don't watch sports anime 
because I suck at them. But um, <laughs> Al Aishi is probably uh, the best I could have asked for like my first sports anime that I'm actually watching all the way through. Because yeah. it does everything that I would hope that a sports anime would do. It does it. It just nails it. Yeah. Yeah. The music, the action, the characters, the supporting cast are all great too. Yeah. I mean, it's literally just, you know, it's it's a bona fide shonen, right? Like that's the, you still get that good shonen taste and feel, but then you get to add the realism of an actual sport that you can mm-hmm. like see other people play outside of your house or even play yourself and uh, that's the that's the beauty of sports anime. Is it? I've always noticed like easy way to know that you love that love that sports anime is that you're like oh fuck now I'm interested about that sport. I kind of either want to watch it more or play it more, and that's always like a good parameter uh, to go mm-hmm. off on. So I I see it with you guys. Like I never seen Avery talk about soccer ever, but then you know after watching this, now he's like kind of interested and he wants to he wants to like see how it goes and like learn a little. Uh, the micros about it and uh it's that's what the sports anime is all about yeah and just to like fall back to what lance said about the side characters there's so many because you have the different youth team divisions and then you have the coaches you have yeah. these two girls but you know what baby numbers compared to the top sports animes like how mm. she's only scratching the surface with their side characters and it I previewed this during the media roundup where we haven't seen other teams. We haven't seen mm-hmm. enemy teams. We haven't, we haven't seen the rivals. Yeah. yeah. And once that happens, like I gave it a B plus and I think it's only because I'm, I'm prepping for a bigger role for our Aishi in the back half of the season. But once I start seeing those other teams, that's what makes Haikyuu, Critical No Basket, Prince of Tennis, the core team that you follow. Sure. They're great. Everyone's going to fall in love with them. And you know they're you know they're your main cast, but those side teams, those side characters, so many different times there was like that's my favorite character. I understand him. You can delve deeper into different storylines and character developments yeah. that you couldn't do with your main cast because you're so limited uh, to what you can do with them. Uh, I'm very excited to see if Al Aishi uh, dips into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if um, like that's definitely like you said the formula and something to look forward to. But I wonder because the team that we're on. We're technically the best, right? My yeah, misinterpreting it. I mean, I've seen stuff like that before. Like Prince of Tennis, they used to be national champions and stuff like that, and they were like a powerhouse school. So, uh, like, there still has to be rivals. There still has to be, even if you're the best. Yeah. You're still yeah, that probably nipping at your heels. Exactly. There's a target on your back. So then there's going to be a whole bunch of schools that are just like they're practicing. Uh, with the mindset that they want to take down the king, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that is like a harder, like starting from the bottom and going up, that's easy. But staying at the top and then keeping yeah. that top spot, that's the hard part. And so if they do go that route, there's there's that gotta be plenty of teams that hate the fuck out of them. Anything else before we close this season? Am I sad to say goodbye? It's okay. We're never gonna get this again, guys. We've never had a top five be this just at the top of their game like that. Yeah, almost near perfect scores for all of them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's unheard of. I think the fall season will, I wouldn't say match it, but I think it will have good enough firepower for to compete against it for uh, the one of the better seasons for, for this year. So if I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers that Chainsaw Man comes out 
in that fall season then fuck all this <laughs> i'll trade all this for chainsaw man that's that's how how, how hyped i am about that show that. i do oh i absolutely do is chainsaw man gonna get quadruple s's at the very end I'm, I'm about to quadruple S at the very beginning. <laughs> S, 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 yeah. S. I'll blow all my S's in that first week if I have to. So, uh, okay. With that, that is the end of one of the best seasons we have ever had on the We Power Hour. Uh, it's sad for it to go. Luckily, some shows are carrying over into uh, this fo- mm-hmm. this following season, and we'll definitely see Spy Family uh, later this year as well. Uh, so we'll definitely look forward to that. But for now, let's move on to the new season. It's getting a little hotter in here because there's some nice hot and I don't even know what what kind of transition I was going with that one. It's um, getting hot in here because summer is here. You got you want a hot body? You better work, bitch. It is time for the summer season uh, with some pretty good animes. And I know you guys uh, remember at the top, I said there's a little twist to how we're doing this top 10 this season. Uh, we infused our own anime into this season. So each of us uh, picked one anime we wanted the others to watch to uh, <laughs> make out the top 10. So basically we had a, like a top six and then our first shows round out the top 10. So uh, here are the votes for each one. We'll go fairly quickly through them. We're just going to say the scores and then we're going to say our first impressions on them. Uh, and then for the shows that we that we chose, uh, we'll do things a little differently, but we'll get to that point uh, when we get there. So uh, before we get into the top 10, uh, I'll show you our shows that are on the bench. Uh, Shadow's House Season 2 uh, comes in at 15 points. With the points, grades, fours across the board, except for Lance, he is at a three. Uh, so basically, we're going to keep this in uh in the subs until we feel like it's necessary to trade it in just because we've already talked about season one i think it was oh gosh already like three top tens ago that we had shadow's house almost yeah. a full year so oh, has it been that long has it been that long yeah. mm-hmm. so time flies I think, when you're having fun i think kai was still uh, he was yeah, yeah. doing right. episodes with us uh when shadow's house was uh, in our last top 10 so uh, it has been quite a while uh, but Whoa. we're definitely looking forward to what happens to Emilico and Kate in season two. So uh, you'll you'll see in the media roundup every once in a while uh, if there is something uh, major happening in that. So, and then uh, the other one that's going to be on the bench this season, uh, the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting, comes in at thirteen point five points uh, with grades three from Avery, five from Lance. He really loves Yakuza's, uh, two from myself, and then three point five from Plinchy. So there you go. Those are your shows on the bench. And uh, let's jump into this top 10. Coming Woo! in at 10th place with 14 points. Uh, f- Parallel World Pharmacy with the grades 4 from Avery and Lance. And then 3 from myself and Plinchy. Oh, these scores are all 20. That's the, the most they can get. Yeah, so everyone gets a, gets a max of 5 points. Oh, God. These shows suck. <laughs> 20 cc's of anime straight to the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. You know what I've always wondered about isekais where people come back as like a kid or something? Mm-hmm. How do they fix themselves over like the height difference, you know? You're six foot two, then you go to like four foot one. 
Are oh, you not like stumbling all over the place? That's true. It's probably that he always was on his hands and knees when he was in his other lessons. <laughs> not, the height difference is too jarring for him already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for Rudy, he comes back as a baby, so he's he's got literally no. Yeah, motor. definitely. Like, there, there are definitely uh, other shows that are like, mm. oh yeah, you are in the middle of life. But they have perfect comprehension and they're adult minds, mm-hmm. so yeah. it must be like actually kind of torturous to just be stuck in a baby's right? body and unable to do anything. Maybe the mommy milkers help take the pain away, though. <laughs> I already know Garn is gonna love the show. <laughs> he does love these kind of like he uh, loves like these mundane isekais. Yeah, about just being a capitalist business. <laughs> he coomed all over that. Uh, <laughs> what was that show? The really shitty one. How a realist rebuilt the kingdom. Yeah, that's the or, one. Yeah, or a genius raising a nation out of depth. He liked that yeah, one too. That one. He was really big on that one. Okay, that was a big boob girl for two. Big pharma. Big <laughs> you know, but now that I just think about it, the the genius prince and the raising nation out of depth, or the the other one, they their their op powers wasn't really op. It was just literally just them being uh, modern human beings outsmarting everyone. Uh, yeah, everyone else was fucking stupid. Yeah, idiocracy. That was the stick. I mean, at least with this one, uh, parallel world pharmacy, he's got. It's both. Like, He's got the smarts and the This is a realistic situation if isekai was a real thing. People would freak out about medicine and be like, bruh, you're, you're poisoning us. Like, this is witchcraft, witchcraft, black magic. But magic exists, so. Clearly not an American pharmacist. I can't wait until he <laughs> changed to be an assassin and he touched girls naked. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, his and dad then, has to show him how to do it first. Yeah, exactly. God, I fucking hate that assassin show. Is there like an anime isekai where the character gets reincarnated and they're actually like a slave or something? Yes, actually, and there is uh, is quite awful. a bit. I don't know of anime though. I don't remember exactly, but there's a couple manga that like oh, they start out from the very bottom. Yeah, Black Company. Oh yeah, because he was yeah. Yeah, he was he was taken from a pretty great life and then he Black was company. isekai'd into a, an awful yeah. life of bureaucracy. Because usually. Yeah. Yeah, the slave ones, they usually start from the bottom and then they're like, they're like slowly gaining their OP powers and then they bust out of uh, of jail and then they bust everyone oh, I else guess, out. I um, guess slime is technically that idea of just being the worst possible thing you could be reincarnated as. There's a spider one too. The spider one too, yeah. One the too. worst thing, yeah. but then you end up being incredibly OP because it's Are basically really a video game. Are you really the worst thing when you have the most op power that no one else has i know when you have the potential to like, be great does that still count like being a slime and being able to eat any or gain the power of anything you eat and as a slime your innate ability is to just yeah but he didn't know that like when you think of slime do you actually think that's that's a characteristic of a slime is to eat and then take the power no, of it so that's why it was no no he's like... given that power yeah no that's what that's what i mean it's just like now because of him every isekai of a slime that i see is like that now or like they eat <laughs> yeah. and then get the character like the a curry just change the culture of how people define a slime exactly mm-hmm. yeah okay that's good enough i think i think i got good enough <laughs> uh sound bites for for parallel world pharmacy so i guess we'll move on big pharma big pharma but he wants affordable medicine so yeah he'll never happen. make it yeah big pharma would hate mm, this guy small pharma 
<laughs> uh, okay, the next show on our list coming in at ninth place, uh, Engage Kiss, an original show from A1 Pictures, uh, comes in at 15.5 points with the grades two from myself, 3.5 from Plenchy, and then double fives from Avian Lance. They are colluding again to try to get mm-hmm. another one of their top shows in. The top ten. I need to see this one again. <laughs> Democracy you son is of a, a joke, bitch. and I'll prove it. <laughs> this, I think, this is the second Tomodachi game for I us. Realize you just like me, trying to make history, <laughs> but who's to judge the right from the wrong? When our guard is down, I think we'll both agree. Agree. All right, I got enough sound bites for this one. We can move on. <laughs> That vibe. <laughs> God. God, the synopsis for this is really not good, and I I get like that's their uh their shtick. They want that. They're trying to confuse you. Yeah, but I hate the synopsis. It's probably going to be one of those plot twists where he gets a fucking knife shoved in the back of his head. Ah, oh, big booba. Why would he get a knife shoved in his back? Because uh, he he gained an OP power, and now the priest has to kill him. He's like, it's not an isekai. I think it's just a regular, like, it's like magical index. They just have powers in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She just shot, instead of ripping her dress to be short, she shot off her dress. Wait, Isn't what? That badass. That's meta. I want to see it. She couldn't see. That's that way you can't see the gun when she's fucking right there, blapping. Right there. You see it? She's like, blah, blah, blah. And her Maybe she ripped and shot. Oh, no. no, she's holding it. She's like, bah, 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 bah. yeah, yeah. She's as she's yeah, ripping. She shot, oh, it. Yeah, she she shot, actually it. shot her oh, dress off. She just shot the yeah, dress off. She's shooting her dress off. Oh, my what God. the fuck? Oh, what a waste just, of bullets! I think we just filmed in Arkansas. Number America. one of the coming season, Avery, and they're gonna thank us. <laughs> <laughs> they will. We'll be heroes. I think you guys are right. You guys. Well, you know what? I I like Tomodachi game more than I wanted yeah. to. So there was some yeah. merit to. It. Your shit card this season. Yeah, and a lot of people like it. I think they're gonna I think people are gonna like this show because of the fucking love triangle though. People people love mm-hmm. that fucking romantic drama with mm-hmm. action on top of it now, because it looks like she can transform. God, they want self figurines so bad for this show. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like if there's not a figurine already in the process of being produced, like by week three of this show, then like what the fuck are we doing, A1? Also, Pink Yonary Girl, Pink Hair Yonary Girl. I mean, isn't that just a classic <laughs> tried and true formula? And she can cook. And she's a domestic. Yeah. And she's a girlfriend. And she's her sister. Oh. Huh? Huh? <laughs> also, Blue Hair Girl that's going to lose. I mean, yep, this is there like, you go. That's yep. a given. Oh, she's the ex, pres- she's the ex right? Uh, mm-hmm. sh- yes. Probably. Yeah. Do the trailer and the synopsis really have zero synergy with each other yeah i'm more upset about the wording of the synopsis uh okay any other takes for animation looks good i'm just hoping that it's not one of those things where they're only showing the best bits in the trailer yeah Yeah. i mean but it seemed like a lot it's a1 pictures and and, you know we've already seen how amazing they can do work but then again coming off of the the kaguya summer uh Mm -hmm. season that's a lot of work a lot of extra work that we that we we notice over the season so do they still have it in them to go again because this is not the only show they have in this season they have other show too so which also will debut in our top 10 so uh, i guess we'll see okay let's move on to the next anime on the list then coming in at eighth place call of the night 
uh, this is the same mangaka as uh, Degashi Ikashi. So uh, if you notice, our work being very similar is literally Kokonatsu in a different yep. anime now. <laughs> so uh, they did change anything different. Even the Hotoru, she's basically just less boobs, more vampires. So that's how it goes. Uh, here's the grades. Uh, for 18 points, uh, everyone has given four from Avery, four from Plinchy, and then five from me and Lance. Uh, a lot higher grades than I thought you guys were going to give it. I honestly think I might have mistaken. You might have goofed. Maybe a three for a five, but you know what? <laughs> no sense crying over shitty anime. I think this I is going to be good, but I think it's very slow, especially at the beginning. And for a top 10, might not be good. But if we hit, like, if you binge watch it, I think you'd be like, okay, it's not too bad. I think that's going to be the challenge for the show. Can it be impactful week in and week out? Hopefully a better take on vampires than um, Tsuki no Light Laika or whatever the fuck that awful astronaut vampire show was. Uh, Irina and the Vampire Cosmonaut. Mm-hmm. Or Vanitas. I'm kidding. <laughs> even, no, yeah, even Vanitas wow. was like kind of... <laughs> I like, more fantasy than than vampire. Yeah, I guess. yeah definitely. They didn't use the vampire stick enough. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next anime on our list. We got two shows uh, tied for sixth place. Uh, so we're going to start out with one of the choices uh, that one of our hosts here on the We Power Hour chose. Uh, Tatami Galaxy comes in at eighteen point five points uh, with the grades five from Avery and myself, four point five from Plinchy, and then four from Lance. I would I would try to give it to Avery to try to give a quick synopsis or even any uh, idea of what we're getting ourselves into before we start watching the show. But he hasn't watched this either. Uh, he chose a show that none of us have watched. Uh, I, I mean, I've watched it, but it was when it came out in 2010, and I can barely remember what I did like five minutes ago. So uh, pretty much brand new for me. So any first takes for Tatami Galaxy? That guy reminds me of the nut chin guy from uh, One Punch Man. <laughs> uh, this is one of the higher rated shows uh, on my anime list. I think it's in the top top thirty, top twenty. It's very high up there. One of the one of the shows that put Madhouse uh, on the map and really mm. started getting them in notoriety. I like the so. art style a lot. It doesn't like even though it's old and it has this. What's the word I'm looking for? Old funky non-anime traditional style like more cartoon it it doesn't make it feel like it's outdated yeah i don't think you see a lot of animes like this so that's like the only indication of the the age but still looks really good yeah it looks like it's aged very well the big reason why this this show uh was chosen from avery uh it was recommended from uh, matt if you guys remember uh he was one of the original members of the we power hour uh, one of the OGs, uh, he recommended this show. And Avery was like, fuck it. It's been on his list, so might as well clear it out here in the top 10. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it for a while. Ah, oh, that's right. Asian Kung Fu Generation, I think, sings the opening. This totally just has Asian Kung Fu Generations. Like, mm. this is their, their, their albums are, just, are, uh, are uh, drawn the same way. Like, these guys, very mm-hmm. old style. Yeah. So. Oh, she bad. That grandma. Man, what that nose do, though? Hello, welcome to the Velvet Room. Uh, okay, any other uh, first impressions, first takes on Tatami Galaxy? You can tell the OST is going to be baller, just based on yeah. that yeah. trailer. Like, yeah. very oh, yeah. different, but 
definitely like nailing the the mood of the scenes oh yeah for mm-hmm. sure and, but i mean it also feels like it's very like of its time the 2010s yeah like asian mm-hmm, generation it just being the uh just the soft rock and roll uh kind of kind of vibes to it so it's kind of nice it's like jumping into a time capsule a little bit yeah uh okay uh with that let's move on to the next anime on our list then uh also tied for sixth place with 18.5 points uh isekai oji-san or uncle from another world uh yes i did not read that wrong that's exactly what the title is uh the grades are fives from avery lance Oh, you guys get fives for a lot of shows on this. <laughs> yeah, just uh, watch them. It's more like I had to make sure nothing beat this because the alternatives hmm. were that bad. I couldn't let them win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, four for myself and then uh, 4.5 from Plinchy. Uh, so your guys' first takes on Isekai Oji-san. I'm both excited and scared of this anime. You, me too. I'm I'm just I'm just gonna I'm more scared of like it being just average. Like if it's bad, I think the concept alone is like it'll be it's, it'll be funny if it's bad, and it'll be funny yeah. if it's good. But if it's average, kind of like uh, Urimichi Onisan, that's like mm. uh, it w- it would uh, get stagnant. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of potential with like with us being nerds and you know mm-hmm. this guy loving old uh retro games yeah. and stuff like that i mean it just speaks to our generation uh big time all the anime tropes too yeah, yeah the old anime tropes. Get, getting to see his flashbacks of the world and him being cringe as fuck yeah just uh oh my god just a unique take on isekai itself right just like how uh how his adventures went and then how they're i assume yeah acting as he left because they never do that there's like the moment the the yeah. hero leaves what happens to the the people in the isekai fantasy world so and he has a power to look look into it from what it seems yeah. like in the trailer it's kind of fucking weird or look into his memories so uh mm-hmm. i guess we'll see how that goes just a fucking knife on the table that's probably <laughs> that's probably his uh his hero weapon i wonder if he brought it yeah yeah it, it teleported with them <laughs> god this guy is such such an us trash i know he's trash like he's super cringe but also i think we're supposed to be him specifically so (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of something to think about oh my god yep oh god everything they show i'm just like oh but it's gonna be so good probably i'm (laughs) I'm scared there's a progressive ramp up i hope there's well i mean based on these scenes yeah the isekai flashbacks look like they're gonna be great yeah. I think like that's gonna be the biggest. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> also, whoever this the, fucking glasses girl, the purple hair glasses girl, mwah, just already just mm-hmm. uh, chef's kiss. Yeah, I hope that the difference between the real life and also the the fantasy world mm-hmm. is super super stark. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he ha- it looks like he kept his uh, his isekai powers, so that's already gonna look really weird in the real world. Yeah. So it doesn't become like mundane where the presentation just becomes, oh, he can just do this anytime. I also wonder, because they always have this thing where in some isekais, if the hero can defeat the demon lord and then go back to his regular world, it creates uh, like a door or like a gateway so he can travel back and forth. Because sometimes uh, like manga as an author can't like 
separate the the man from the fantasy world he has to have both he can go back home to see his family but then also huh. go to the fantasy world so he can you know see his loved one or whoever he you know falls like in love with him yeah so oh. i wonder if they're gonna do that thing where like he somehow opened a gate and then like later down the season uh one of his he'll go back I think one of his or girls is actually going to come through the gate and oh. then they're going to come to our world, kind of reverse isekai a little bit. Any of those fantasy girls in the real world, that would be pretty funny to see like them trying to... Mm-hmm. And his like, family reacting to it. They're like, oh, you're not crazy. Yeah, but it looks like won't. only the nephew is like believing it yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Or, I mean, believing might be a strong word. I think he just feels bad for his crazy uncle. <laughs> no, the uncle's sh- projecting like this screen... I mean, we'll see, but it seems like... At the beginning, yeah. He's doing some shit where the nephew's like, oh, fuck. I gotta find a retirement home as quick as possible. <laughs> Get this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, any other takes for Isekai Oji-san before we move on? No? We're good? Okay, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, another tie here on the top half. A uh, tie for fourth place. So two more shows that uh that we wanted in that we infused into this top 10. So we'll start with mine first. I put in a place further than the universe. Uh the grades are fives across the board except for Plinchy. She is at a four. So basically with this show, it is just cute girls anime. I don't think we ever had one here in the top 10. Uh we could have had Eurocamp uh last year, but unfortunately Plinchy and Avery did not watch season one, so we couldn't include uh Eurocamp season two in the top 10 we had that fishing one yeah but yeah, we kicked we it dropped. out in like three episodes so uh it says about that one so the, uh, you know to be honest the the cute girls genre has been kind of lacking other than uh your camp last season i can't I remember so. another one that's been really good so i wanted to infuse this one in because it's not just about the cute girl genre but it's about the idea of doing something that you never thought you could do and believing in yourself and having like this goal that seemed impossible but to make it reality so it's it's one of those shows that is very cute from the beginning but it gets real uh very mm. fast and it's going to be what i hope is a, a a roller coaster ride for you guys where there will be ups and downs happy sad angry uh confused and anxious but then at the end of the day there's a little clarity at the end of the season so uh, i want to see if you guys have that same roller coaster ride that i had and a lot of other uh, people that watch the show. So does anyone else have any first takes from the trailer? It looks really pretty. I think anime is that um, can make, oh, what's the word? Scenery? Like not throw in really fancy imagery, but like the backdrops, the scene, the weather, yeah, for sure. all these small, like really small things that make the world feel more alive than it does yeah. just a yeah. painting and not using cg background like that's that's nice i i think uh from what i remember these are what this is the one of the shows where the backgrounds is painted by an actual artist not like a an animator or anything uh. like that like an actual artist that does landscape paintings and then they infuse it into their shows so yeah uh that is very important for this show uh and the grand scheme mm-hmm. of uh, these four girls and uh and their journey uh, i'm glad you picked up on that so i've noticed a lot with a lot of slice of life slice of life anime or animes that uh have the characters roam around uh cities sometimes they they do really really good backdrops of 
uh, the city streets or the yep. the buildings in the backdrop backdrop like that makes sense because you want to give that feeling of being in the city but when you're it, it seems like this anime's got to do with boats or you know roaming the seas or going to antarctica there's traveling happening so you're going to see a lot of stuff so it's it's yeah. nice to know that it's going to look nice yeah and for sure realistic and uh uh a studio madhouse that's in charge that was in charge of a uh, place for mm. the universe so you know uh it was in good hands so i'm uh, i'm really excited for you guys to see it and uh hopefully you guys like it uh and then the other show that tied for fourth place and another one of our picks for this top 10 uh gare zero uh is plinchy's pick uh with the grades fives across the board except for myself i'm out of four so basically we gave each other uh the lowest score for each other's Mm -hmm. shows uh to try to make our show uh a higher grade but uh we tied yeah we literally (laughs) we literally did the the uh was the rgb boys forgot what the what that show was tokyo 24th war where we like punch each other at the same time at the end of the season (laughs) yeah so trying to trying to get the one up but then we just knock each other out so Mm -hmm. i don't know it looks like i got punched twice Well, we're bullying you, so that's different. <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the the monster energy guy that sp- just wants to pour over his head. I'm in pizza cake. <laughs> um, before we do our first takes, uh, Plinji, do you have any notes or anything um, you want to tell us before we jump into the season? Yeah. So, from what I can remember, the trailers don't show the extent. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got bad trailers. No, it's fine. I feel like it's good in that sense because when I first watched this anime, I was still very, very, very new into what the fuck anime was. And I watched this show because the genre had stated it was um, supernatural. Yeah. And I've always had like an interest in demons. What the fuck is a yokai? Okay, that's in the supernatural tag. Mm-hmm. And just like um, delving it, it into it deeper really interesting it surprised me i did cry and i think having i'm trying to remember i'm pretty sure i watched this one and then i started being like okay let's fucking watch clanid let's watch angel beats let's let's get deeper into the anime so i'm not saying that this is what skyrocketed my anime journey but it was one of those things where i was like wow there's a lot more to Mm. uh to anime and I'm a little worried that this anime might seem old. The The art style is very old. It's not something that I think is, at the time, nice. Uh, like, even while watching it, I didn't really think the characters looked great. Mm. But there's an interesting family dynamic. A lot of action and fucking killing demons. Main character is a female. And it is a prequel. <laughs> that's all I needed. Yeah, literally, that's all I cared about. Female main character, I'm in. Middle school Plinchy was in on that shit. But I, I've told the other guys here and anyone else out there who doesn't know, Gare Zero is a prequel to a manga called Gare. And it's the same female main character. The anime shows what she was doing before the manga. And in the manga, she is more of a, a secondary main character. The manga actually follows a guy and he meets her and they both go out um doing ah, stuff together magical index yeah uh kind of yeah <laughs> better uh the manga is oh finished uh by the time i think the anime was made so 
really cool. Right. Uh, a lot of the characters do come back in the manga. So it's literally every, if you've read the manga, it would have been like, oh my God, all these characters, what they were doing before. Yeah, like a little love um, letter. Mm hmm. That's cool. So uh, I would say this anime is on the darker side. Uh, not like, like it's going to make you kind of sad. <laughs> it's going to be pretty sad. We haven't had a really sad anime. Surprised no one picked Angel Beats. Speaking of old school anime. I was anime. thinking of that, but I'm sure so much people have watched Angel Beats I don't want to watch it again. I haven't seen it in my life. I think I never will. <laughs> oh, we can, we can watch it here downstairs and I can just literally watch uh, you mm, while you watch the anime. I can't go through Angel Beats again, man. There, there's a time in my life where I thought, hey, I can handle Angel Beats like once a year. Because I thought it was really fun to like watch anime on a yearly like an anniversary kind of thing my, all my my favorite shows and then i think after this third time of angel beats i'm like why am i doing this to myself i'm never gonna watch angel beats ever again <laughs> i get it i don't want it again oh i also for god a zero i remember the music being fucking fucking sick i would listen to the ost constantly honestly it sounds like a fucking ddr song and i'm fucking down for mm -hmm. it yeah yeah it's it's so of its time that's a go to your local dave and busters to play <laughs> it yeah uh this is the oldest show I, uh we ever had in a top 10 so i think 2005 i believe uh damn when this when the show old. first aired so i was very old uh but i'm very excited because uh the old shows they're not too worried about I don't want to say like anime politics, but I feel like there's like a certain like parameter they feel like they had to meet to even just get greenlit for a season. And hmm. back then, it was kind of like the wild, wild west where it's just kind of like whatever we think could stuck and we think it was a trend, we're going to go for it. And that's why there was so many like different types of shows uh, back in the day where like nowadays in seasonal anime, I mean, we, we have like fucking five isekai shows uh, in this season. They're all almost very similar to each other uh, in that respect. So... I'm very interested to see uh, yeah. how this one goes. So it looks really good. The action looks really good. It's interesting too, because I've said it before, it's a prequel. And so I don't think there's any pre-written uh, media of this story. Oh, okay. So is it original take? I think so. I mean, you have the the manga context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, I really recommend, Peter, if you haven't, because I know you like manga, take a read after we've seen it. Oh, um, yeah. If I, if I like this, It's interesting to be like, in wow the manga came first and they were able to make the anime like this yeah yeah um, i'm definitely interested to see how that one goes uh okay uh with that let's move on to the next anime on our list uh we got two or three 20 perfect scores on the top here uh so we're gonna start out with the last host choice for this summer top 10 <laughs> Lance's choice for the perfect score of 20 all fives across the board. He chose prison school. Uh, if you're not prepared on prison school, buckle up. Here's Lance's uh, take on prison school. When I heard that Plinchy and Avery didn't watch prison school, it was an easy choice. Crime! It was so... It, there was no other anime I could have chosen then this season i knew that I had to write a wrong in the world <laughs> hearsay dear sir you simply must watch this high class anime <laughs> get cultured my good sir <laughs> everyone's first takes on uh on prison school, or i guess uh plenty and avery 
How'd you guys feel about the one trailer I got you guys? Big honker dukers. I'm sure Big someone's going to get a Cleveland steamer on their chest. <laughs> you, wish I can't was, believe- you wish that was the worst thing that would happen in this anime. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe I missed out. Like, seeing the trailer, man. Just some <laughs> random dude coughing blood. I'm like, all right. I'm in. Small face. A small face Buddha McGee. Uh, Big Booba. Ah, oh, my girl, my girl, my my girl Kanahanazawa's in this show. I'm so excited. This was what changed everything for her, I think. Dude, I get two her. shows of Kanahanazawa this season, man. This one in place further than the universe. This is, I never <laughs> dreamed this is, I could have had this. It, yeah, all of a sudden, this honestly pretty shitty looking season. It's looking hope. pretty good now. <laughs> there's hope. Uh, oh my God. I can't wait for you guys to watch the fucking opening too. Oh, oh man. I can't wait. I'm scared and also excited. It seems Fear's really good. funny and that's all that matters. <laughs> it's not funny. See, the genres are comedy, romance, and etchy. I feel like that's a little misleading. I think horror is like horror, or uh, maybe like a little etchy. Sometimes supernatural. If you, supernatural if you look hard a little enough. bit um, psychological. Definitely, definitely suspense. Definitely, definitely suspense. Yeah. Um, okay, a little bit of romance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. Well, I got one more thing. Just to really like drive in the hype for this show imagine a show where all the main characters are tenji everything that that entails (laughs) am i wrong peter (laughs) all the main characters are tenji i haven't heard lance laugh this hard in a while Uh, I would neither confirm nor deny. We'll just let the season talk for itself. Oh, uh, speak for itself. <laughs> That's a loaded statement. Whoo! How perfect we had a Tomodachi game before our prison school. Um, Tomodachi right. game blocks so that prison school could <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah, like seven years afterwards. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list then. Uh, we're still tied for first, so another show that got that perfect score for 20, Licorice Recoil, comes in with uh, fives across the board. Uh, another A1 Pictures show, another original storyline that they're going for. So pretty much A1 Pictures after that Kage-sama finale, coming out with two original shows that they've been working on. Uh, and from watching the trailers, <laughs> it almost looks a little similar to each other in terms of the fact that it looks like a slice of life in the front but pure action and, and uh battle <laughs> in the back so that's my hope but yeah except for a boy uh it's cute girls in a sweet shop so i guess that's yeah. how we got lance maybe, for five maybe that cute girls doing cute things genre is about to have a resurgence it's coming back baby mm. i think so I mean, everyone is really cute. I mean, this trailer alone is just also, yeah. typical. Not this pink hair girl. Uh, nope. What, does she not look like um, uh, Hyoka? Yeah. Yeah. Chitanda. Like, the, yeah, the fucking totally. you know, eyes Purple and everything. eyes, too, even. Yeah. yeah. Her personality seems off, though. Mika. That's such a pretty name. Childcare, shopping, life coaching, research. They do everything. Blackmail. I, I do like how they set it up as like a consultation, like cafe, mm-hmm. sweet shop. Like it's not just us serving you uh, sweets, but we also help you with anything that you need outside of it. It's a laundering business of yeah, 
everything. You want people dead? Sure. You you want us to steal fucking... something? You got it. You want us to uh, stalk this guy? No problem. Oh, master, would you like some food or a bath or death? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Uh, any other first takes on licorice recoil? Cute girls shooting things and looking like they're actually competent. Yeah, the the designs for them are pretty good. They're pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say they're like like super amazing, but I think they hit it in the wheelhouse to where like this is this should be the standard of like what we're gonna we should be seeing in cute girls mm-hmm. doing something anime. Slice of life question mark supernatural question mark nice. Oh yeah, so when I was looking at the looking for information on this i couldn't find anywhere that had the genre type for it so i kind of just guessed from what i saw uh what i put in there but uh yeah the the pink hair girl has anyone heard her voice i've i don't think i've ever heard a voice actress take this way with her voice oh that sounds familiar it's um akari who from um executioner oh my god menochan oh my god you're right are you right yeah, that scream sounded so much like Akari's. Um, if it's wail. not the voice actress, the same person, it's definitely the same energy of just. No, it's not. Head empty. It's not Akari. Intended chaos. You almost had it. I just want confirmation if it's supposed to be licorice. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's it's cute, right? Cute, cute girls eating licorice. Yeah, like the <laughs> yeah. recoils. I hate licorice. I hate it too. Okay, but red vines though. Yeah, them too. It's like the most. <gasps> Of all the things no, you want to put in your stomach, why would you choose that? Yeah, but you guys put shit in your stomach and you guys still do it every day. Shit tastes good. Hey, look, I don't put shit in my stomach. My body just decides to turn everything I put into my body into shit. True. Here, here. Mm. Uh, any other takes before we move on? I um, I know this is tied for 20 points with all the other great shows. Um, <laughs> but, um, what a fucker. Just because his show's at the top. But I... If I had to put my money on which show is going to take the number one spot week in and week out, I'm hoping it's going to be this one. Yeah, I, I I think I can say the same thing. There's a lot of potential in this one where cross your fingers that they do everything like they're supposed to do. I don't even think it needs to be like out of the box or like something so unique. I've never seen it before. Just just do it well. Just have likable <laughs> yeah. characters and a, a good looking anime. Yeah, and like good action scenes. Yeah, and then I think you're good to go. It'll be so. pretty solid. It seems like they've got the good tropes of, what is it, four characters, right? Four girls, yeah. Yes. You got the old Onei-chan that mm-hmm. needs to get married, and then the quiet. Got the lazy. Quiet, contrarian one. Yeah, then the really loud, obnoxious one. Yeah, that I mm-hmm, believe. Mm-hmm. A really cool uh, Charlie uh, to, their, to the angels. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. You got a great uh, D&D party right here, and I'll just throw them into shit and make sure that they can Give play off guns. of each other. It should be gold. Yeah, basically. yeah, and guns. Make them cute girls with guns. I think that um, I think Ursakai Picnic tried to do that. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't try. Those those two could not bump off of each other because all we wanted was like a romantic development between them, and whenever that even inched forward, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is no, that's what you wanted. <laughs> I wanted the supernatural aspect. I was fooled from the get go. They barely did any of that shit, and then when they did, it was disgusting. Good on you, Ursake Picnic. Still relevant in the meta. <laughs> yeah, we're still talking about it. Oh man, future Peter, if you're not too lazy, can you put that clip of Kai saying is going to rise to the top? 
No, we don't, <laughs> we don't need to dishonor Kai's memory anymore. Rest in oh, peace. But we need to. That's the only memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the final anime that we have here in the top 10. Uh, the only show uh, that is a sequel to a very old, I think 2013 was the last time we've seen this mm. show. Uh, so it's been a very long time since uh, we've seen Devil as a part-timer. So we scored it. Perfect scores across the board. We highly anticipate the show, uh, just as like everyone else. Uh, we're really excited to see what uh, Mao Sama and the rest of the crew have in store uh, for us. Any first takes or impressions from the trailers that we got from uh, from the season two? I know that you were binging Devil's a Part-Timer season one to prepare for this. And now I regret not doing it because I'm remembering. It's been so like, long. It has. And there are some. Uh, still got time. I, I mean. Yeah, oh yeah you still got time. You still got. I think, I think Saturday will be the day we'll be watching the first week's episode. So technically you got the week. Like, I remember all the characters, not all, but the ones that they show in the trailer. Okay, this guy was doing this. This is what he did. But I miss, I I crave watching it to see all those funny stuff again. Watching uh, the purple haired guy ordering shit uh, and causing trouble. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, the white haired guy being, uh, really frugal with the food. Yeah. And getting stomach aches all the time. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, that he was sick literally like 75% of the season. Yep. Like he's just always <laughs> stomach ache or he's just shitting and then they put him in a hospital. Uh, and I'm just like, yeah. I, I don't yeah. remember this. <laughs> right. He's just sick all the time. He can't help his fucking... Um, yeah, wow, this guy really too. I totally did, forgot about they James. They totally did him exactly what he deserved, honestly. <laughs> I was going to say dirty, but not really. Uh, but yeah, it's been kind of nice to like relive all the characters and like understand where they're at, especially with season two and the biggest thing, the biggest changes we can see in the trailer. There's a baby now, and mm-hmm. that baby changes the dynamic of everyone, right? That's just that was that was what it was there for. So, do you guys like the baby? Well, I guess we'll have to see. Well, it's the same fear that I had for Anya, where we love um, the main characters that we already know so well, that um, and we love their romance. That I'm hoping the the baby doesn't distract from that. It turned mm. out the opposite for Specs family, where Anya was actually the best part of the whole show. Yeah, she's the main. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys have seen the trailers for There Was a Part Timer, you may have noticed the artwork is a little bit different. It is a new studio and a new director uh, for this season two. Uh, the original studio was White Fox. Now Studio Three HZ is going to be the new studio in charge of season two. Three so, hertz. Three hertz. I, I I've noticed like the faces are a little bit softer in uh, yeah. this one than it was mm-hmm. in season one. I wonder if we're gonna get very like more slice of life that way. And it's gonna be a lot more uh, heartfelt moments. At least the baby's cute, not like a weird like ugly like gap tooth baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, fucking I read it. Uh, Beezlebub, where he gets a baby and it's literally a yeah. It's just like a tiny little buzz cut baby with his penis out all the time. Mm-hmm. No, at least it's not it. that <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny though the joke got kept pretty really quick but the the, the yeah, girls in I that show was pretty it. hot so the demon girls they were just Mwah. i think um when devil's a part-timer came out back in uh 2013 i think okay. so um i think at the time anime was 
in a certain era where they have not had a show parody isekais so well. Yeah. So I hope that now in 2022 where everybody's parodying isekais, mm-hmm. like that's just... You don't have straight shooter isekais anymore. They gotta have a shtick or they gotta have a yeah. some kind of like a undermining the norm. I hope it can still hold yeah. its own. I mean, we have one in our top 10 uh, with the isekai Oji-san, right? Yeah. It's kind of like one. a yeah. different idea of the isekai world. So it's definitely one of those things where like, I, ho- I hope it doesn't feel too dated. I, yeah. I think that's, I think that's where we're going at. I think that it started running in 2000, 2011 and 12 was the light novel. Yeah. And then the manga came out shortly after the the anime i believe and it's still going so it's never stopped it didn't like oh anime didn't do well enough or i'm not getting a season two so i guess i don't have time to write the next plot people people who know the light novel or the manga they've known about this baby and like everything about it for a very long time now <laughs> for like five six years maybe even more than that so there's no new story and yeah i you know when you bring that up i totally forgot this might feel dated because even when I was rewatching season one, I was like, "Oh man, these are some old ass tropes that they're doing." Or like, at the time, it was like, "If oh, this is kind of revolutionary cool and like fresh." But uh, yeah, I hope we can still see these uh, these old volume stories and think that way. Yeah, for sure. So I now that I think about, it, I definitely will have to keep that in mind when I'm voting week in a week out for this show. Got to put myself in a different mindset. I got to put myself in 2013. Yeah, because like mindset. ten years doesn't seem that long ago. But uh, I mean, when we watch like got hundreds of anime, yeah, and the landscape has changed over the past ten years. Because around that time too, was Sword Art Online, and that I think to me that was like the monumental shift in yeah that was how the we other perceive big, anime today. Huge revolution in isekai. Yeah, so uh, we'll definitely have to see. Any other takes for Maosama and his crew? I'm just happy to see the whole crew again and I guess uh, see how the studio takes it. If they change anything, I doubt they will, but I think adding new characters. Yeah. yeah. Just whatever uh, the new plot line is. Because I'm assuming with Demon mm-hmm. Baby Girl, or I don't, I don't even know if she's a demon, just, just fucking baby. Seems like a demon. Yeah. De- yeah, a de- demon or an angel. Yeah, there's so demon many or like... Or angle. <laughs> or angle or your angle. Uh, there's so many characters in the other, like, other world in the in the intel mm-hmm. io that like they keep teasing or they keep like wanting to bring over it just there wasn't enough time in season one and i think just, we're just gonna regurgitate like just regurgitate the whole thing out and be like yeah these are all the characters we want on the show but we didn't have time here you go bye and then we're just stuck with like all these new characters and trying to figure out what they're all gonna we're all they're gonna sit at the table so uh okay anything else for any of the other shows or am i good to close this one up all good i think we're good okay with that worker time uh <laughs> that is the preview for the summer uh summer 2022 season i uh, hope you guys can join us on this uh roller coaster ride that we're going to take ourselves upon uh for the next three months and uh with that that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of the podcast thank you very much for watching or listening to this week's episode if you can please like comment subscribe share and follow do everything you can to help support the podcast we really appreciate it um if you haven't already uh, i'm going to keep plugging it in maybe for another week or two uh lance and i have started a new podcast a pokemon podcast so if you're interested in listening on just random shit 
for two hours of anything Pokemon. Uh, I think this week's episode is uh, uh, the dating sim episode, right? Where we try to construct oh, a dating sim based yeah. off of Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, so that was a pretty fun episode. Uh, there was a lot of great ideas that we threw in there. Uh, so please check it out. Uh, we really appreciate uh, the support. Yeah, way to toot your own horn. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna we lie. Pretty good days. Whatever. <laughs> like you weren't tooting your own horn about prison school being the being a perfect score. Whatever. It deserves like, get out it. Of here. Yeah, and we deserve the praise for making a good dating sim. <laughs> So I'm just saying. I'm glad they, uh, you know, prison school. I'm glad they really did make an anime about where weebs deserve to go. <laughs> yeah, horny Jill. <laughs> so. Actual, wow, actual horny Jill. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Before that meme conceived, it was that was the original format. So it started uh, with a simple premise. <laughs> but other than that, uh, next week we'll get us started on that summer season with week one's votes. And then uh, we'll be chugging along from there. Uh, other than that, any last words, guys, before we head out and celebrate 4th of July? I'm going to make ribs. I think Avery said he was going to make burgers. That sounds good. I'm going to say something dumb. But yeah, burgers. Just, just say it. Make dookie on a flag. <laughs> oh, yeah? No cap? Yeah. Honey stack? For real, for real. Wow, the double for real. Just kidding. I love America. Please don't deduct my social credit score. <laughs> red, red, blue, and uh, yellow. White underwear? White underwear. <laughs> no underwear, just white skin. <laughs> <laughs> just my, just my uh, bleached asshole. All right, well. On that note, uh, same week time, same week place, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.